verses. In chapter 2, we have the same thing, and in chapters 4 and 5, we have the same. The middle chapter, chapter 3, is a triple acrostic. There are 66 verses. So each of three verses will begin with Aleph, and then the next set of three with Bet, and so on. The triple acrostic is in the center chapter. It's the pivot chapter on which the Book of Lamentations turns. Picture, if you will, Jeremiah walking the streets late at night. The siege has gone on for some time, and the suffering is getting deeper and deeper. It's wintertime. The rainy season in Israel is December, January, February. It's cold, and it's raining. The walls of the city are dripping with water. The roofs of the houses are dripping with water. Water is dripping off the eaves of the houses. And it looks, for all the world, like the very city itself is weeping. Now we know, I've called uh, Jeremiah the weeping prophet. At every turn, he's squirting tears. But the very city itself appears to be weeping as we move into Lamentations chapter 1. As Jeremiah walks through the city and sees the devastation, he says, how deserted lies the city, once so full of people. How like a widow is she who once was great among the nations, she who was queen among the provinces, has now become a slave. And seeing the water running down the walls of the city and off the buildings, he says, bitterly she weeps at night. Tears are upon her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is none to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. After affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile. The first attack was 605, the second 597, and in both instances, captives were taken back to Babylon. After affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her appointed feasts. Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, no one comes, no one comes in the city, no one goes out. All her gateways are desolate, her priests groan, her maidens grieve, and she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her masters, her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. Her children have gone into exile, captive before the foe. All the splendor has departed from the daughter of Zion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness they have fled before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in days of old. You might recall over in Isaiah chapter 39... At verse 1, during the time of Hezekiah, a hundred years earlier, at that time, Meredith Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift because he had heard of, the, of his illness and recovery. 
Hezekiah received the envoys gladly, and he showed them what was in his storehouses, the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine oil, his entire armory, everything found among his treasures. There was nothing in his palace or in all the kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. All the treasures of Jerusalem, Hezekiah showed to the Babylonian envoys only a hundred years earlier. Now recall, Isaiah the prophet saw the Babylonian envoys and he said to Hezekiah, who are these guys? What did they see? And Hezekiah replied, they saw everything in the palace. There's nothing among my treasures. I didn't show them. And then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, what were you thinking? (laughs) Hear the word of the Lord Almighty. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your fathers have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon.